Welcome to Sketch Magazine Podcast, hosted by Bill Nichols, Senior Editor of Sketch Magazine, John Wilson, Editor of Sketch Daily over at ComicRelated.com, and myself, Robert W. Hickey, Publisher of Sketch Magazine and Co-Founder of Blue Line. Come back after the music and find out what we have to offer in this episode. What's up, creators? This is John, and you have once again found the Sketch Podcast. I am here, as always, with Sketch Publisher Bob Hickey, Sketch Editor Bill Nichols, and tonight we are talking about Sketch. That's right, the magazine. It's not just a word that we throw at the beginning of this podcast every day. (laughs) It is actually a real live thing. But first, how you doing, guys? Getting better, John. Doing Excellent. Cold and flu season. Yes, you sound a little less scratchy than last time I spoke to you. Yeah. I'm doing good, John. Or not. Well, good. Okay, so. Now we stumbled across this, each other and everything with our niceties. That's what we do. Yes, we, um, so, what about this magazine thing I keep hearing about? Something called Sketch? Uh, How the heck did that start? I don't know. Let's see, um, Sketch Magazine. Now I think we're in our tenth year. Is that right, Bill? Tenth? Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, it came from when Blue Line was doing a lot of shows, and of course we're selling the art supplies and the papers. We'd get asked tons of how you do this, how you do that, what sizes were some artwork. And then when digital coloring came in, how you do digital coloring and a little digital lettering, and just get asked questions, questions. And uh, so I came up with the concept of let's just do a how-to magazine. Um, let's do Sketch Magazine. And uh, we're 40, oh, 40 issues into it now, yep. 10 years. So we're not exactly hitting six issues a year, but we're getting close. And um, we're going through some format changes here in the past few months. And... Uh, so it's, it's got a lot of history. Um, it's pretty funny. At the beginning, I didn't really think we would need a cover feature. I just thought, man, we could pack this full of how-tos and do it sort of like, do you guys remember How Magazine for graphic designers mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah. that? You know, I thought we could do that. But very quickly did I figure out if I did that, I would not have any stores that would buy it because comic shops doesn't understand that concept. They understand a face on the cover or an image on the cover with an interview. And the articles were sort of secondary at the beginning. Um, So I very quickly scraped up a a friend of mine, Dave Mack, who does Kabuki, and got him featured on the first issue and sort of launched it from that point. I've heard of that guy. Yeah. Doesn't he do some comics? And he stuff? does a little comic called Kabuki at Marvel. Yes, I've known Dave since he was in high school. He, him, and uh, an editor that was working for me used to crash my studio at night and burn up my copier machine and work all night long. So, but um, actually, I was with Dave when he created Kabuki or came up with the name. Anyway, we were heading towards New York. So, yeah, he is. He's a nice guy. So, but yeah, that's Sketch Magazine. It's uh, 
it's an all ages, uh, family oriented type. You know, we don't do new drawings or suggestive stuff. We want we want creators to come in at any age and start want to make comics to get as much information about making comics as they can. So that's sort of our goal. Yeah. Well, let's kind of show off a little bit. Um, what about who are some of the people that have been in Sketch Magazine over the years? Both not the not the people that have had feature stories done on them, but the people who have actually contributed to the magazine over the years. Pulled up that index that you created. Magazine. Yeah, I don't even think I it's have online. Yeah. Where is it online? It's online at sketchmagazine.net, a full index of every issue that Bill created. Um, let's see, some people who's done articles and how-tos. Well, first off, Dave sort of tore down his whole thought process. Uh, so his his really first thing, and that, that sort of way you bring that up, John, is our interviews aren't so much of, oh, what are you doing today or what's going on out this next year. Our interviews are usually based around how do you do that? What is your work day? What do you use? Uh, so our interviews are sort of different when we talk to people. Um, when we talked to Neil Gaiman, it was sort of like, how is your day structured? You know, how do you handle so many areas? Uh, when I talked to Ty McFarland, um, same thing. You know, how do you run a business and stay in the creative end? Um, so our interviews are a little different. They're also how-tos, we hope. We hope we can pull that yeah. information out of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've had uh, Bo Smith was in uh, first, what, 20 issues or longer, Bill? Uh, yeah. Chuck Dixon came in midway and contributed some great articles. Um, Joe Stanton has done a how-to. Um, that's more recent. Um, yeah. Golly. Uh, Tom and Mary. Well, Tom, Tom has Tom has been in every issue. Yes. Tom Beerbaum has been in every issue of Sketch, yes. uh, doing an article on writing. Yes. And yeah, you know, maybe someday we will collect all those into it's a something. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be it'd be thick. Yeah. The Beerbaum uh, Bible. Yes. And yeah, Tom has contributed. Him and I are the only ones who's contributed to every single issue. Usually, I cop out with just an editorial thing, but sorry. Um. But yeah, he, he has been involved in every issue. Um, Mitch Burr. Mitch contributed to a ton. Uh, but Flint Henry came on and edited it for a while, early on. And uh, he was one of Ron and Chuck and a, and a few friends. Um, yeah. A bunch. Let's see. I, I happen to know Clay's Way artist Jackie Hernandez. She is current. Did a tutorial. Yes, did a tutorial in the most current one. Yes, and she's working on one for the next one, too. There so, her and Darren. Yeah, Jason Howard's done a couple. Yes, um, Jason did the stuff for Robert Kirkman, Astounding Wolfman. Uh, he's an artist. And they've got a, uh, did you see where they just announced a uh, family-oriented book? A uh, family-friendly, I guess, book or whatever you want to call it. Jason, because they canceled Astounding... Jason's a good friend of mine, so I'm going to hype him a little bit. Um, they canceled Astounding Wolfman. But Wolf. Yeah, Wolfman. Because um, it really couldn't get the numbers they needed. And then Jason's artwork just is real clean. And so they're getting ready to launch some 
new title and it's not coming to me at the moment, but uh, they just announced it this past week. So, but yeah, Jason's good. Um, let's see. Aha, uh-huh. I have it. Joe Caroni has been involved on several issues. Uh, Dan Davis, anchor for DC Comics, has sent us very several articles early on. Uh, Paul Sizer. Paul Sizer contributed. Logo stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in, say, the past 10 issues, we've got like Gary Barker has done some stuff. Scott Story has done some things about marketing or, or a you know, web comic or you know, he does a web comic called Johnny Saturn which I suggest people check out because yeah. he's a good guy and it's a good thing uh-huh. Ted um, Adams the owner of IDW actually did articles right. for us I had forgotten that until uh-huh. I did the index it's kind of wait a minute yep yep did a few of them for us uh, Jimmy Palmiotti sent me the process like a three step process for a painkiller Jane's cover and uh, that was awesome yeah uh, Mike Maddox done several things. I'm Ron Fortier's done some stuff on character design. Go ahead. Aaron Hubrick, who uh, currently has a consultant company, is working with Hasbro and stuff. He's done articles for us. Um, Hillary Barda has so tons and tons of people from all different aspects of our industry, and, and a few of them outside of our industry. Pat Quinn, who teaches down in Savannah. He has done articles. Actually, his perspective book first appeared in Sketch, and then it was gathered into a book. So, yeah. uh, tons and tons of people have contributed, added to to the history of it. Drew Garcia, who inks for DC now. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a huge amount of people who who's helped out, helped us out, and and more than willing to share their knowledge, to um, continue. With sketch, you know, making sure that we have a new group of creators coming into our industry to keep things going. Yeah, so we've what? Got, we've got, yeah, we, I mean, we have more coming up. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I'll tell you some more later, names later. Go ahead, John. Sorry. I no, no, that's started. fine. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to step on anyone's, uh, anyone's name there <laughs> that we, uh, wanted to add, but. Um, you mentioned when it started. Um, why did it start? You know, why why a magazine? Why a how-to magazine? Even you know, back all those years ago. Right. Well, we didn't we uh, didn't have digital back then. Even though, right. if you look at some of the ads <laughs> early on, I had actually grabbed a website called eWarehouse.com or eComicWarehouse.com. I don't know what the heck I was thinking. What a name. But anyway, so early on, I realized the net was coming. It was, it was, you know, and now in just the past year, it's really hit. So 10 years later, I was a little ahead of the game back then. Um, we just didn't have that release for anything digitally. It was impossible. Uploads, downloads, and the whole, we didn't have anything to read them on. So the only way to really do it was a magazine. Um, we considered doing it comic book sized. Um because that was the market that we knew. We had published. I had published comics ten years previously, um, so we knew Diamond. We had accounts with Diamond and some other distributors, some on, you know, uh, direct market distributors, and we knew how to get out there. We decided to go magazine size because of the direct market distributors. Diamond really didn't care. 
Um, just means we got stuck back in the magazine section or the how-to section. I don't even think they had a how-to back then. And uh, but just we want to show examples to show how to do it. Um, even online tutorials wasn't coming along back then. We had to do it in print. And we've even, you know, over the years we've experimented with that to show people what you can do. So that's why a magazine. You know, now we can do it digitally and deliver a product quicker, cheaper, um, to more people. So that's sort of where Sketch is heading. Well, and maybe maybe you can answer this uh, more, Bill. I know you weren't there at the very, very beginning, but I think uh, when you came on, Sketch kind of took a turn a little. Um, why, not so much even why a magazine, but why a how-to magazine? Why not do another wizard or heroes or, you know, name any other little entertainment magazine that's been out and about in the last 10 years. Why how to? Why something geared specifically at what at least on the outside looks like a very small group of people? Uh, why magazine on how to do anything? Well, actually, to back up, I was almost involved at the beginning, and that didn't work out. Yep. Yeah. Oh, tell that story. No. <clears throat> no. No. No, it just didn't work out. Um, yeah. Things in my personal, you know, I, I was managing a video store and other things going on, other conflicts. It just didn't work out. And um, years later, I was fortunate enough that Bob asked me again. Um, and I took over with number 27. Uh, in college, one of the things that, my major was speech theater and English, and um, I was going for a teaching degree. And at some point, I quit. It's like, well, who who would want to hear what I had to say? Because I, I really didn't see myself as a teacher. And maybe that's a self-esteem issue. Maybe it's you know there are tons more people who know more about it, things than me. Maybe, but in doing Sketch Magazine, especially in the last. Um, well, several issues. Those those editorials that I've started to write weren't so much like, well, this is the issue that's coming up, and you know, here's who's in it. You know, I did some of that, and you know, you have a table of contents for that, and maybe I have a, a personal story with that, and you know, with one of the creators like Gary Barker or something. You know, maybe we're doing something like collaborating on Ursula or doing something, but. That's actually that's where Comics Mentor, my website, came out of because people responded to those editorials. There's a guy, uh, Tony Longshore, who has named, he, he, like two years ago, named me as his mentor, and he did a really nice note and he sent it to me, and uh, it, it just took me back and and it's that wow, that aha moment that this is what it's about. It's not about um, just putting out a magazine for the sake of putting it out. It's it's taking that information that other people have, uh, the, the insights, the knowledge, um, all the things that go into making comics or doing this thing that we love, uh, this industry that we are part of, and perpetuating it 
into other not you know in some ways there's some cross-pollinization you know people get to see what an inker does um, or what a colorist does or maybe are interested in some other aspect of things and some people have um, taken those things and even you know the old tutorials back in the day when things were not as I don't I, you know we don't have the upgrades that we do now and gone back sort of to square one and relearn some things and have uh, learned new aspects of their own style if you will or their own creativity something that they I mean me I there are if I were to pick up Photoshop or, or some of the other programs right now I probably I have a learning curve and I'm almost 50 and yeah I could do it but I have so many other things oh. you know and and I mean, for me, dumb it down. For me personally, dumb it down, and I, I might pick it up a little quicker. But that's not what Sketch is about. It's about uh, showing maybe an, an illustration how the process of going through from pencils to inks. So maybe that illustration is going to be a cover, so pencils to inks to uh, cover, what it would take to be a cover. Um, and you'd have in that also you have coloring you have um, lettering those kinds of things that all go in together in different ways um, so that's really why it's to show the process and not just one process but all of them as many as I can get in there you know I, I'm willing to cram as many things as I can to not so much to overwhelm but to to educate and that's where that teacher thing has come full circle in a way is because I've been able to pass along this information and some of it yes I you know I have imparted personally you know as the inker writer and, and I do that on the websites and stuff and, and as you know more say contemporary you know back and forth we'll say but in the magazine um, I mean, a lot of people are not just entertained, but they get insights into other creators too. And sometimes they're they're friends, and they meet each other at other conventions and uh, say, "Hey, I, you know, I, I like that, you know, coloring thing that you did." Um, I know that 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 kind of thing happens. So that's why a magazine it's it's to educate and to um, continue to further comics. Uh, not only in our hearts, but in the hearts and minds of you know other people. Somebody who comes in, you know, really at square one maybe, or at some level that you know uh, they can see for themselves, not just how something is done, but why something is done. Maybe why an inker picks this line to ink more heavily, kind of thing and learns from that because some people can't go to the Joe Kubert school I mean I would love to but you can't um, I mean, on some of the other schools like Ringling and you know Savannah and, and uh, CCAD and stuff I mean I'm not replacing sketch with uh, full-fledged um, education in that but you know we can teach a lot you know yep well I think we also got to remember, we always have new people coming into this industry. We always have 
new readers coming in, hopefully at a younger age, but sometimes not. And uh, these readers are coming in. They don't know how this is produced. They don't know that there's a writer, a penciler, an inker, a colorist. And, you know, we always hope that we get some of these people who also want to create comics. Um, it surprised me. Well, it doesn't surprise me. I really didn't know until I was probably in my 20s the exact size of a piece of original artwork. And I bought a piece of George Perez Teen Titans artwork. And it was 11 by 17, 10 by 15 box area, borders. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. And you know, you, I've ran into people even today who don't realize that that's the size it's, it's made. I mean, I'm at a show selling Blue Line, and they're like, wow, they actually draw it that big? And I'm like, yeah, that's the size you draw it, and you reduce it down. So sketch is there for them. And, you know, we, we, we don't repeat, but we might retouch on things, especially as technologies get more and more. Um, coloring and lettering and that kind of stuff gets, you know, different softwares. But we always have new people coming in who aren't aware how this is done, and it's going to be changing. I mean, we get more people working on a stylus or straight digital, and we have more people drawing web comics and web strips. So things are changing, and uh, we want hopefully Sketch can be here for them, and you know help them along the way and helping this industry grow. My main thing is I want to see this industry grow, continue, and do that. We continue to have to have creators, and we continue to have to have creators who can make a living at it, not just doing it on the side. And uh, I know Bob always brings up the money end, and but it's it's a reality. If if you're gonna put a lot of time into this, you've got to be able to make a living at it. So sketch will touch on different areas, and I know Bill has reached out to some outside stuff like toy design or storyboarding, and he's done outside of the comic industry, brought in some stuff to show him you can also reach out and find other avenues to work in. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, off the top of my head, Rudy Garcia did a, um, uh, he's done comics. He's done some comics. He has a, his own book called Evolutionary, or Evolution Cop, sorry. And he did a bust uh, process. It was how, to, uh, he, I think it was for, um, was it Diamond? Direct. Yeah. Uh -huh. And it, it was, uh, he sculpted the Wolverine bust and he went through the process of that. Yep. And I learned things from that and I just thought it was cool. And that's, that's part of it too, is as a fan myself, uh, as the person that I am, I, you know, I'm a fan of learning about comics and learning new things if I can, you know, and being exposed this stuff and if i think it's cool you know it's going to go in there right you know and you know and there's a lot of cool stuff i mean really it is so just like that i mean that was you know awesome to see and um and then on the in more recent times to see rudy continue on and do you know his own his comic and that was you know one of his dreams so we established these relationships too ourselves with you know the creators that have um you know helped us and and uh, wanted to share their their you know their own personal process so i think that's a cool thing is that over the years we found so many people who want to share who want mm -hmm. to you know 
either have a, a platform or something to say, hey, this is how I do it. Um, I know there's one girl, um, Ingrid, who did a sketch card article for us, and by the time we got it in print, she was like, I don't even do it that way anymore. But her way was cool. She did it then. So, but it, so it's always evolving. So, and hopefully, sketching stay involved. Yeah, I just got Ingrid. It's, we're talking about Ingrid Hardy, and I just got Ingrid's sketchbook to review for comic related. And yes, John, I am going to be doing that comic. I swear I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, in you know, in that in that sketchbook, I mean, she's got. It's it's in a way it's a tutorial too, uh, or a how to, uh, how she does sketch cards, but just to look at even some of the people who have um, contributed early or um, earlier in the history of sketch to now to see how those creators who are in the industry have changed their styles too. Right. You know that's pretty cool. Yep. Well, that also begs the question, I guess, and uh, it kind of touched on for a second there, um, is what what do both of you look for um, as a sketch article? What what needs to be in an article to be a sketch article? And you can you can either be as specific or as vague as you wish on that. But what are what are you essentially looking for? Um, really, it's it's. Sorry, I, have, I still have the remnants of my cold. No, that's fine. I have these coffin jacks. Um, Drink some coffee. <laughs> yeah, too late for that, but thank you. <clears throat> I thought I was okay, but then I started talking. Um, I'll get yourself together. I'll, I'll take it for a second, okay. and you can jump in. Yeah. Um, what, and it's, it's amazing the difference between what Bill looks for and what I look for, and I think it's probably because... I've ran around behind the scenes of the industry for so many years and made mm -hmm. so many contacts that I will look for a Bo Smith who's wrote, written for DC Comics, for Marvel Comics, a, an, an image. We've been published an image with Bo. Um, a, a, a Danny Mickey. I've got his sketch cards from uh, Year for Last that where he did the roughs and the layouts. That's going to be in a future issue of Sketch. So I, I looked at these guys that I've ran around with or, or worked with or talked to. Where um, and Bill can come and elaborate a little bit more. I know Bill will reach out to, if he sees an article, he saw some uh, an article on this this Jewish strips, and I was like, I wouldn't have touched that, but it was good. It was very good. It, I was proud that we got to share it in Sketch, but I wouldn't personally have touched it. Um, and then he brought in one that was about chickens and point of view, just storytelling. And there again, I don't know if I would have looked at it or not. Bill did. And they're beautiful articles. And so hopefully between what I can help contribute and then what Bill actually brings in and everything, we get a nice mixed match of, of seasoned creators and uh, who are wanting to show, show either from the beginning of process to end of process or if they're just wanting to share uh, – tips and techniques or something they've stumbled across to these these newer creators that's either online or uh, print uh, independent who are doing things their own way and they're sharing. I mean, we, we really ran into a lot of sketch cards recently because that's the hot thing, creating sketch cards. Uh, my friend Yuko Smith, he's 
he uh, he's a big sketch card artist. So is Joe Crony, and uh, we've had several sketch card artists come in and show us their techniques. And uh, I think it's important. You know, you can see how a sketch card does one figure, one bust, but you know that can also can be elaborated into working on a page. So um, I know I had a call from um, a few early on from a fr Dave Dorman. I know I've known Dave for many years, and he's like, "Hey, I just want to tell you I learned how to letter." my comic by reading sketch magazine and i was like wow that's awesome you know he's a painter he's an illustrator and he really hadn't done any digital lettering until he did a little self-publishing and he said hey you know i read the article in sketch and got me through it so that's the kind of stuff that we want to help so we're helping pros along with people who's just now coming in the industry so and bill can elaborate on this you look for people you you're looking more at the bow smiths and uh you know stuff like that you look at people you know and um from what you were saying about bill is he looks at um teaching opportunity or he looks at the subject more is that true bill do you think um, that's accurate accurate yeah, sometimes I look at the spirit of the of the piece, um, the uh, the Jewish religious cartoons was by I think Jessica Zimmer. I think so, yeah. And um, I don't know it. It just it, yeah, I was a little offbeat for what you would think might be in sketch per se, but you know I, I picked up some things from I I got a different insight, and that's a teaching moment, and that's a not just sometimes in in your technique or whatever, but in your thought process because that influences you as well as a creator. Um, or uh, Jerry Allen Willen did the the chicken yes. thing that you were talking about was his book his his own created book uh, Elmer and it's about a chicken yeah. and you know he sent me one um, afterwards and. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty cool. He's an awesome inker, and he's you know he's a uh, pretty cool writer. Uh, writer, and you know I like the book. So if you ever have a chance to check out Amor, yes, it's about a chicken, but check it out. Yeah, it's cool. So, cause, and plus he's a cool guy too. Um, but yeah, I mean I look at look at sort of the subject matter, uh, what there is to teach. Um, you know, so many times I've heard somebody, you know, say inkers. I've heard I have a lot of inker buddies, and they'll say, "Well, how many ways can you show, you know, the same thing?" But if you look online at different places, you can find examples. And I, I know they ran this in D.C. a few years ago, where three different inkers ink the same panel, mm -hmm. and by looking at those um, differences, because no, not even um, they didn't ink the same way, you know. They picked up different nuances in the 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 you know the panel itself, and I think it was a Batman panel. And you can learn from that because you may idolize an inker, and I know people who have back in the image days of image early image with all the image lines and all that stuff, the shading and all that, where it, it was dark and then it would fade out a little bit. Um, 
with the cross hatching and stuff. I know people who who would study those lines and and try to get them, you know, you know, dead on, or the little uh, the little sort of the serrated blade look, you know, um, things like that. But sometimes it it isn't just about knowing how to do it. It's knowing why and when to do it because sometimes it doesn't fit. Maybe you're inking a, uh, something and it you have a say it's steel. Okay, Bob Layton on Iron Man does this really shiny armor, um, but somebody else could ink that same shiny armor, and maybe it was shiny in the pencils, but uh, the way they ink it maybe makes it more organic kind of thing. You know, it's. Uh, I mean, we've seen, I've seen some guys in portfolio reviews um, do some metal stuff like cars and things that has sort of organic feel. Um, not so much. Uh, I don't know. It's a technique thing, and I, I looked at their stuff, and by by looking at that piece of um, their art, it to me spoke to the rest of their portfolio in a way because it, I. I Instead of saying, well, you know, you, you ink this like it's an orange, you know, it's, it looks like, you know, it's a piece of fruit or something, it's, you know, it has uh, texture and it's, it's a shiny car kind of thing. And instead I looked at, you know, I could broaden that into, oh, okay, uh, that's something that has to do with the way that they've approached um, whatever portfolio piece that they were doing. And yeah, it's about it's about the, the subject matter, and sometimes it's about the teaching moment, and sometimes it's about the personality, and the, um, sometimes it is it is about the person too, because you know I know a lot of people, and I know that there are people out there, um, industry pros and um, veterans in the industry who who do want to tell their stuff, or who do want to tell um, pass along their techniques or their insights into things, and you know they're all too glad to do it. It's it's sort of a it's giving back you know and you know we happen to provide a forum for that you know wills Portacio, uh has that open door and sometimes he's going to sometimes he's going to use it because he's he's uh, teaching now and uh, you know we you know we talked about it so to me that's cool just the name and just the idea of what he could show and there are others so I don't know when, whenever his schedule works out, but um, yeah, there, there are a lot more out yep. there. I, well, we got a two-part um, Alex Ross interview coming up that has talked a lot about techniques and, and how to. So, you know, that's cool. That was one of the premier oh, yeah. guys um, that we wanted to get, and we finally got him. Um, so, but um. And Scott says they've involved outside of the magazine. I mean, you guys are running boards. Um, and on the boards, you guys are sharing information and, and stuff like that. Uh, portfolios, you're doing contests. So Sketch is involved outside of that. John, you run the video how-tos every day on comic-related. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like Sketches. Yeah, the magazine that started and the magazine is still out. But we're branding, you know, we've reached out and, you know, those were involved in the boards at Comic Related, and you run the online. And I'm hoping early next year we get the videos going online. 
video how-tos at Sketch. So it, it's evolving. It's growing. It, it's it's going to really take off this coming year. And it's all geared around learning or staying pumped. I know, John, you come across interviews where you'll find an old interview of a creator is just talking about it, and it just gets you motivated. You know, it might not be right. a how-to or a technique, but it just gets you motivated. Um, I love that you put some Macy Parade stuff on there with the oh, marble yeah. balloons. That was cool, you know? So it's just to get you motivated, get you going. So, and, uh, you know, not, nothing can can make you draw like one of the best artists. You can't read a magazine and do it. You have to do it. But hopefully with the sketch laying next to you, giving you some tips and techniques, it'll keep you rolling. You know, and then jump on there and listen to Comic Mentor with Bill. Um, giving you motivation. Um, so, And uh, just a little plug, Sketch Digital is out. Um, uh, first 10 issues and the best stuff is available at Blue Line. So if you want them digitally... I think it's 19 bucks or something like that for 10 issues, three different formats. Uh, we even put the first 12 podcast on there, so that's available if you want it like that. Um, so Sketch has been around. We, we've done a lot, a lot of good stuff. Bill's done a lot of good stuff. John, you've done a lot of good stuff with the online for the past couple years now, hasn't it? Something like yeah. that. I forget how long, yeah. but... Uh, that actually opens up another question. Um, you know, before I asked why a magazine, now why still a magazine? I mean, you know, ten years later, the world has changed greatly. Um, our lives are absolutely ruled by this little shiny box on all our desks. <laughs> so, um, why continue it as? A magazine or even follow a magazine format um, in in what is the digital age uh, well we're I've stumped the panel ladies and gentlemen <laughs> no well it's been in discussion I'll be honest why continue it in print um, we've gone both ways you know and, and uh, be honest we took a long break in between issues um, I just had to. There's no way around it. I had to do it. Um, but we, we, you know, we just cranked out 40. We got 41 um, ready to roll. Hopefully, end of end of this month, first of next month, and it, it's going to start rolling again. I still think, just like comics, why are they still making monthly comics? Why aren't they just doing digital? Digital is much cheaper to produce. It's much cheaper to deliver, but even though there is so many iPads out there, I don't think there's enough yet. I still think print is still a necessity if you want to get advertisers, if you want to get information into most people's hands. And another thing, I don't draw with a laptop sitting next to me. I don't know why. It's just not my setup. My art table is one area, and my computer and design area is another area because they both take up so much room. That's just me. So I don't know if I'd feel comfortable sitting there with a laptop, and I, I guess I will eventually, or an iPad sitting there in a, and 
you know, reading it as I'm drawing it or trying to pull something off of it. Where if I had the magazine there, I can look and look and say, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, and try some different techniques, you know. So I still feel like at this moment there's a need for a print version of, of the magazines. It's something we will constantly be reviewing. We will constantly be questioning. Um, you know, like I said, first next year we want to get into video how-tos. So we might see a larger need for those. I don't, we don't know yet. So, but, you know, right now on a business end, I think we need it in print. As a, as a fan thing too, I mean, people like paper. Um, they do like that, you know, that tangible thing that they can go to and, you know, they, they, if, Say someone runs a series or whatever, they can, you know, bookmark all those inking tutorials or all those coloring tutorials and uh, go to those and read them one after another. And yeah, you can do that online, but I don't know. This there's something about the tangibility of having something in your hand. Yep. Uh, it's solid. Sketch is solid. Now I will say. When we launched the comics, the short-lived Comics XP, a digital distribution company, um, Sketch was its main seller. We sold more Sketch magazines. We didn't even have them all online. I think we had 20-so copies online, issues online, and uh, maybe not that many, but was consistently one of the top sellers. So I see the possibility of, of the digital doing well. But I think at this point it will be as an add-on, not as the main main item. Um, I do see that possibly changing though, with more areas for your digital distribution, more locations that you can put it in front of people. I see that possibly changing in the future. But right now, still in print. Don't worry. Next one will be out in print. Yeah. Did we answer your question, John? Yes. You All did. right. Did that spark another question, John? Um, don't they always? <laughs> uh, so um, we touched on the future a little bit. Uh, we've spoken many times about the upcoming two issues that will cover Alex Ross. Yes. Um, how far? How far ahead are we on the future of Sketch? What is coming up in the future? What do you want this magazine? be it digital or print, um, to become. Are you happy with the magazine the way it is? Uh, is it status quo right now, or what are your plans? Two issues with Alex Ross. That's <laughs> no, 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 no. It's sort of funny you ask that, because very early on, my wife, she said, um, I think we're on issue two, she goes, how many of issues can you do of telling people how to make comics? And I just looked at her real weird, and I'm like, what do you mean? She says, well, how many times can you tell somebody how to draw a comic? And, I don't know, maybe I'm a little slow, you know. But I had never thought that there would be a limit on how many issues we could do. Um, and there's not. Here's a good thing, is that everybody does something different. So... You know, draw, pencil, ink, color. We all come up with our own ways and stuff. But to answer your question, what's in the future? Um, we've got a list of creators. So 
we've contacted her or in the process of contacting and gone ahead and get feature interviews set up. Bill has a backlog of of articles, including I think we've talked to Danny Mickey article. I know Tom Bearbaum's always available. Bo's been kicking a few out lately. Um, uh, who else do you have in the in the bucket? Um, Mark Derry, who's an anchor. Um, he's coming up. Uh, Mark McKenna, a buddy of mine. He's um, right now. He's, I think he's inking some Archie stuff, but he's inked oh I don't know something like six thousand pages. He started in Marvel bullpen, and that's coming up. I think I have a. Uh, commission tutorial on how to ink a commission from Bob Allman kind of thing. It's not just inking, but those are top of my head. I mean, I have, um, you know, a couple of people who want to do writing, you know, making a pitch. Ron Fortier, I think, has a, another one coming up yeah. soon with, a, you know, developing not just the the pitch, but uh, it's things that we've talked about too, developing characters for the pitch, um, working with that artist, um, you know, to make the pitch and sort of that collaboration kind of thing. Um, and of course, we have, we still have plenty of contests to run too. Right. Contest winners to run. But I think in, also in that, there's, those are other teaching moments too because that spurs other people to think that, you know, I can't wait for the next contest. Um, right. Or I can't wait to see what's in the next contest or who won. We also, um, we do, uh, we show new products. If we come across something new that's cool and usable as far as a tool or supply, uh, we show new art books that are hitting the market, keep them updated on it. Um, we're going to do a feature on the Wright Brothers software, writing software. Is that right, Bill? Yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. uh, yeah they've supplied us with a couple copies of their software that we're going to do articles on and um, very, very useful software. Um, so we're constantly looking at different things. Um, we, we've got a bucket. Um, we've got stuff sitting here. We're constantly rolling stuff that don't fit back. Um, Jackie Hernandez is doing another illustrated article. Um, she draws Clay's Way and she draws uh, confectionaries. That's currently on uh, comicrelated.com. So uh, I know her and Darren are, I don't know if Darren's involved, but I know she's drawing. I think Darren's involved too in the writing part of it. We got stuff that works. Can I sit down and tell you the next six covers? No, because you never know when we when we do an interview and we sit down and edit it, and we might come up with more questions. So we might go back and hit them with more questions. So I can tell you the next two is Alex Ross. Um, I can tell you we probably have a list of the next eight that are in the works. So. Yep, many people who have said yes. Yes. Or wait till I'm, you know. I mentioned it before. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff, uh, J. Scott Campbell, Jeff yeah. has said, "Yeah," but he said, "Wait until I'm doing this." Right. So then I have something sorted to that's current or that I'm working on, and I can show the you know the process of. But, uh, there are several people. Well, I just talked to Greg Horn. He's got something to work with Marvel Comics, where he might be doing some interiors. Um, when that hits, he's going to get a hold of me. We're going to schedule up something. Matt Bush, Star Wars artist. Um, we always discuss doing a feature with him or some how-tos. Um, uh, actually, I have one uh -huh. from Matt. Yeah. Okay, so. cool. Good. 
So yeah, I mean, we have a lot in the works. Uh, I know I just saw my friend, uh, uh, I know Tony Moore, who did uh, Walking Dead. I saw that he's getting ready to launch a Venom series at Marvel. So we might just have to hit Tony up for some how-tos in the cover interview. I know you talked to Tony Harris in Atlanta. I spoke to Tony Harris and had a long conversation with him down there in Atlanta. And uh, he's up for uh, getting into it. He's been into it a long time. He's full of information. Full information about creating comics. And, you know, he's worked in a studio. He's out on his own. Uh, he did Starman for uh, DC Comics. Uh, he's just a great guy. Real great guy. I'll tell you the way it is. But he's a great guy. So, um, yeah. I mean, we have tons of stuff to share. How will we share it? It's going to be the magazine. I had to get more original stuff online. So, we'll, we'll get it out there. And that's not counting the guys we're working with. Eddie Newell. He's going to save us some step-by-step -step stuff. Of how he creates. It's just amazing. I had to watch him a few weeks ago. Paint on a page. It's amazing. Uh Yuko Smith's going to hopefully come on first of the year, work on a title with us. When he does that, we'll break down his process and share it in Sketch. And uh, when are you going to do one? Who? You, both, either one of you, actually. We're sort of the fill-in guys. Fill-in. Yeah. yeah, we're like, yeah. oops, we got a page. Okay, I'll do it. Here, boom. So early on, we did a lot. But right, right now, we there's so many people out there and so much information to get that if we need to cover something, we will. Um, but we spend more of our time trying to gather up as many different areas as we can get for this. And then, uh, of course, we do stuff like this, the podcast. And we do stuff like the online. So, to contribute. Yeah, we are, we are the conduits. The conduit. I've been called yes. many things, but not a conduit, Bill. You are can't do it. Well, you know, it strikes me, Robert, that you could do a Clay's Way tutorial. Yes, I could. I could. Yes, you could, could and should. I should, I should. You know, I should just grab the cover of my own magazine and promote my own stuff. I've been very careful not to do that. <laughs> but a how-to inside is cool. And I feel yeah. like, I, wow, I've got. I think we've got 24 strips done online. I've got another eight sitting here. And I, I save each step in each process now from our thumbnails to our pencils to me repenciling it <laughs> and then inking it and coloring it. That I would say probably in one of the Alex Ross issues, I should do a, a Clay's Way. Um, probably could do something as far as like setting up WordPress, just a real brief, as you could do, you could do a whole book on setting it up and then launching it and then i could do the art end of it but sure right since you were pulling a jackie at atlanta yes i did eight strips i inked in two days i was proud of myself that's right i worked hard and i have pictures to prove it i haven't posted them yet but but yes there's pictures to prove that i worked hard bill <laughs> i believe, believe it, it or so, not yeah you always work hard yeah do too many things at one well, time. Well, that I was, I was, I wanted to get all the strips inked for the rest of the year in Atlanta, and I was able to achieve it. So I was happy with it. And they look good. I was real happy with them. 
and still am once I came back. That doesn't always happen. But, yeah, they're good. Um, working on a series of trading cards, um, you know, for Clay's Way and doing some cards for uh, comic-related. So um, there's a lot of stuff that we contribute. We, but we do. We sort of, at least I feel, I don't know, I shouldn't talk for Bill. But we're sort of like, oops, we got a hole here. Let's put something together for it. You know, rack that knowledge of 20 plus years of doing this and come up with something. But usually Bill's real good at filling it up. And I'll jump in and do gather up all the art books that are new and recent. And if I come across a cool tool, I might do a tutorial on a cool art tool or marker set or something. I think you're minimizing your talent. Both of you should <laughs> have a regular spot in the magazine where you do your own tutorials. We probably should. And, and, yeah, we should. Yeah, but but I, for if 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 the choice was me or any of the say an inking, if and I have put myself in the magazine with collaborating with Gary on Ursula because mm-hmm. you know that's something as we go or or whatever. But say for inking. Provided I don't take, you know, I, I do make copies of the steps sometimes and, you know, just as a backup of whatever I'm doing. But I'd rather read, you know, about somebody else. Mark McKenna. Uh, the magazine's, guys, not, magazine's oh. not just for you, you know. Yeah, it's not. It's just, well, I mean, <laughs> no, but it's not just for me to. Well, I understand what John's talking about. Pull it up with me. Think about no, there's a lot of people who would like to see your process. Mm-hmm. But think about it. Eh. You know, we tell everybody to build brand here, Bill. Build your brand. Build your knowledge. Build your name. But yeah, we truly don't take advantage of that in our own magazine. Right. You know, uh, I, I understand mean, where, where John's coming from, saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. So. The proof, you know, here we are putting it out there that. We are the authorities. Oh, wait, hey, wait a minute. That's social proof We're a here. source. I never well, say I, know. We're, uh, I, know. I don't believe there's a true authority. No, of course but not. But we are a source of, of information. You're an online right. source. Um, our, our boards are online source. The magazine is a print source. So, and just one of several. There's a, you know, what I love about the online that you're doing is that you get to reach out to people who are just doing it for fun or, you know, maybe they are working on their brand, but you're able to draw stuff in and share the how-to that way. And uh, so, well, I agree. We, we probably need to contribute more. And, and I'm glad to have this past year behind me. Um, there was a lot of changes. Um, so hopefully I can get it in my schedule to uh, definitely do more contribution in some way, either in sketch or on the on the, on the the video end of it or Whatever is next. So you heard it here first, listeners. Hold them to it that they're each doing their own articles in 2011. All right. I never said any such thing. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to it, Bill. You just committed yourself right. without committed, even realizing committed it. Committed might be the word. That's that's what you. Uh... I think for I think for well, I mean, not just for maybe b- both of us, but we sometimes we have so many things going on too. That for me to pick one thing or to you know to focus on one thing sometimes at, at the aforementioned sketchbook review column for comic related you know I've got sketchbooks to review but at the same time I'm doing that I have you know pages to ink or 
this to do, that to do. And, you know, it's focus and, you know, then we'll go back to, you know, comics mentor advice. But, um, you know, for me, I think there are a lot more people who are more interested. I, I just, I, I would rather be the teacher. I would rather, I would rather be the conduit to expose people to more cool stuff. And that's, that's not a, uh, bash myself or, or, or whatever it's or even elevated myself by putting myself in the magazine I just want people to, to know how much cool stuff there is in comics out there not just in projects or titles or, or formats but you know creators and everything else so you know I'm, I'm good with that you know I'm content to, to do that that's not a uh, a bad thing I'm say that but I do take – you never know, okay? You never know. You can also teach by doing, so there you go. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. It's going to happen. And see. Just consign yourself to the fact it's going to happen. It will happen someday. I'm just not going to plan for it. That's you know, okay. I will. It'll be a surprise. Hey, next question. <laughs> Way to deflect. All right, so <laughs> I think we may have covered most of it. Um, we covered history. We covered why. We covered the future. What else do we have to say about this uh, wonderful little magazine of ours? Go subscribe. Go subscribe. Actually, yeah, that's a good. Uh, that's a good point. And uh, one we probably don't hit on nearly enough. That uh, the magazine isn't necessarily being carried by that many, uh, you know, magazine distributors or comic stores. Um, So as people who like this podcast... um, as people who want the information, what can they do to get the magazine? Tell them what the subscription uh, process is or how they can badger their local comic store person to get it for them. Well, um, the easiest way if you want it to come directly towards you, of course, is just to purchase a subscription at bluelinepro.com. And I'm hitting over that way to see what the fee is. Um, Yeah, there we go. Um, with the subscription, the cool thing about by buying a subscription is that you get six issues, and you get a Club Blue membership that comes along with that. And a Club Blue membership, you get a fifteen dollar discount coupon, so that's like almost half of your subscription money back to be used. And you get 15% off of any purchases made at BlueLinePro.com. And you have a free classified in each issue that you're subscribed to if you want to use. And you would not be surprised how many people do not use that classified. I, I don't understand it, but it's a great way to hype your book, hype your website, hype your blog, whatever. It's 20 words free classified. Use it. Um, so this for, And this membership is free when you subscribe. A subscription, six issues. It runs thirty-five seventy. Um, you just go to bluelinepro.com. 
scroll down to magazines click on sketch magazine click on subscriptions takes you straight to it you'll get the next six issues um, it, it, that's the most convenient way to get it um, it had been discussed that may be the only way to get it we are offering 42 through diamond um, with the Alex Ross cover but diamond has been real finicky about magazines real finicky about how to's if you don't reach a certain threshold that they set up uh, it gets dumped you don't get those orders um, I don't like to I can't depend on diamond to make sure this magazine comes out that's one thing we had to modify um, we are distributed through a, a few small magazine distributors I don't know that information I know they're scattered um, it's not a good way to try to find it um, it's a better way to stumble across it we're in a few art stores the same way um, I, I there again I do not do not know the art stores um, but there's a few art stores that still get it in, in each issue so um, the most convenient way would be go on sketch or I think I have a I think I have a link to the subscription on sketch magazine dot net also that you yeah, can click to it so but yeah I mean you get almost half of your money back plus a discount if you go that route so you, you can't hardly beat it and if we are late or if something happens you still get you your get six book. issues not not a year subscription you get a six issue subscription so but yeah, that, that's the easiest way. And we are in some bookstores, comic bookstores. I didn't mean to leave those guys out that we sell directly to also. So, but it, it's just scattered. You know, nobody, it, it's it, it's a shame, but a lot of bookstores don't know what to do with it. A lot of comic shops don't know what to do with it. Same way they don't know what to do with Blue Lines art paper. Well, you stick it out there for people to buy and use the magazine to help sell the other stuff. But it's sort of hard to get across. The stores who get it, get it. Um, if you want your store to carry it, all they got to do is call uh, Blue Line at 859-282-0096 and just tell them that they want to start carrying it. That's it. That's easy. Yeah. Um, so that's how. Yeah. They can get their, get their customers to you know draw comics mm -hmm. and perpetuate it even further. Yep. Even more, more comics. More comics you have, the longer the industry stays strong and vital. You got it. That's that's the ticket. Keep it going. So guys, Sketch Magazine. It's good stuff. Yes. And we've had some cool people on our covers. Some uh, Michael Turner, who I miss yeah. very much. Um, from to J. Michael Straczynski to Todd McFarland to Dave Mack to Neil Gaiman to just tons and tons of people. Uh, Michael Ringo, who I miss. I was just on his site today checking out some of his last posts. So uh, we've been honored. We've had a lot of great people on it, and we, we're going to have a lot of great people on it in the future. So. Yeah, it is kind of cool how eclectic the the covers have been. It's not stuck on one, you know, one specific kind of creator mm -hmm. or anything like that. No, I mean, we, we're not like Wizard that we need the darling of the year, whether it's, and this ain't taking a shot at nobody, but 
say um, J. Scott came was hot, which his covers are hot. But, you know, Wizard will put him on every other issue, right. depending on what other hot character it is. Um, Frank Cho. You know, Frank, we've had Frank Cho. Um, so it, it just depends. We go to who we th- think and not only offer up as a, as a success, but can also tell us information about how they got there and what they're doing. And how they stay there, you know. That, this this is information that we want to share. Is okay. You're there. You're in top. You're the John Romita Jr. Okay. We sort of know how you got there, but how are you staying it? How are you still producing after all these years? What are you doing? And that's information that I personally want to know. And I would come to find out, there's a lot of people out there that personally want to know it. So that that's you know the the covers actually evolved into a, a major part of the magazine where at the beginning I didn't think we would need them I didn't think we need a cover story but it's a great source of, for information so and there's your short answer <laughs> that one very of short. what sketch magazine is <laughs> yes we want to know because everybody else wants to that's know right and that's why we do the magazine yes and the online and the boards and the contest yeah. Yes. So. And soon to be showing up at a con near you. Oh man! Did you see that Next con year. list? I know. Woo. We'll be announcing soon our con list. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Just count on not being home. I'm going to have to drag my family <laughs> with me Next to year. a lot of these. Yeah. <laughs> so we just have to get it all scheduled out. But Atlanta was yep. fun. Atlanta. Was Bill, Bill, that's fun. You, you were missed. You were missed, Bill. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it, I got to meet Henry Winkler, and uh, I was thrilled. Thank you, John. You're and, welcome. Uh, it, it was it was a great weekend. I got a lot of work done. Um, John and, and Chuck was behind the table a lot. Uh, the girls, Alicia and Samantha, was there to help Mike. Uh, we're in blue line, so I was actually able to just crank on work, and I had a blast. It was, it was a great weekend. It, a nice convention. I think if Wizard got off their butt and really promoted it, it had been a killer convention. And uh, hopefully they will. Hopefully they'll get a, a, a promotional program in place that works. Because I like the convention center. I like where it's at. I just think they got to they got promoted a little bit better. So, and they got to get with that hotel that's actually attached. You didn't like that walk, did you? <laughs> that walk was a little rough after. There a was while. a shuttle. You should have jumped on that shuttle. Nah. I told Billy to get on that shuttle because you see that little coat, Bill Tucci. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you see that little coat he had on? He was going to walk with us. I'm like, I don't think so. Get on that shuttle, man. You're crazy. So, uh, but no, it was it was a good show. It's just I wish we had more people. I I guess yep. you got had a lot of shows you wish more people. But they had a great artist. They had some great talent. They had the the Walking Dead zombies. I mean, they had so many people there. <laughs> they just needed more people through the door. And hopefully yeah. next year they can pull that off because I I'd like to go back if they'll promote that more. So, okay, well, so. 
we realize we're going to be doing another one of these like in a couple of days. But you want to sort of catch? Yeah, no doubt. You want to catch us up on what's been going on online? Yeah, this uh, this actually for the first time in a long time is going to be darn near the point where you're listening to it, listeners. It's going to be within a day or yes. two of when you're actually hearing it because we're a little. Sh- yeah, we're a little tardy, shall we say, this time. So, life intruded, as it were. So, you'll be caught up a great deal. Um, for Monday, the 13th, as a matter of fact, <laughs> um, I found this tutorial on uh, coloring by a self-professed newbie to the coloring field. He's brand new at it. He's doing uh, his first coloring job. And... You know, as I've said, and as I just said to Bill, uh, I'm a firm believer that you can learn by doing and watching others do things. That's kind of the whole thing behind Sketch Magazine. So um, I really like this tutorial especially because he he knows that he's nothing the uh, know-all and end-all and be-all of coloring. Uh, he knows he's just starting out. But he still goes through his process and he discusses what he's doing and uh, the music he has in the background kind of rocks. So <laughs> I, uh, I decided to run that particular one. Um, then I've got another one where uh, this one's about turning your line art into non-photo blue lines. Um, you know, back in the back, well, actually back not so long ago. Uh, inkers had to either be incredibly careful or ink on vellum or tracing paper to not potentially mess up the original art from the penciler. Um, and, you know, one accident could completely obliterate some art and it'd be very hard to get it back in a lot of cases. And I think everyone who's uh, you know ever touched an inking bottle has at least had one major fatal spill so um this one shows you how to take that original line art switch it over to non-photo blue so you can print that out of your printer and ink that also allowing you to have double the amount of original art so check that one out that's that's kind of cool. Uh, that's, of course, for people who don't already draw in non-photo blue or in the case of our friend Jackie Hernandez, red. Not anymore. Uh, no, you got her away I from I hope that, so, yes. <laughs> yeah, I inked one of her pieces recently oh, in red, no. and it was like, oh, goodness, it was a tough yeah. Um But anyway, um, then I came across this thing. I had never seen these uh, pins before. The Latraset or Letraset Tria markers. Um, but there is a, and this is especially true of sketch cards, but it's uh, true of other work too, especially in the manga community, that there's this whole section of people who don't do digital coloring. They use uh, marker sets, and this is a new set of markers that I'm not familiar with. Now, I did find out through a little research that these markers are carried on Blue Line Pro. Yes. But uh, I personally have never touched these markers, and I am slightly, uh, <laughs> I'm slightly interested now to see what they can do. You know, I've 
I have kind of a an ink pen uh, marker problem. You know, I have hundreds of markers because I just I always want to know what they do. So um, these are new for me, and I really like watching this tutorial. So I think I'm going to have to go over to Blue Line and order a pair. Um, then the next one, it's another coloring one. This one's in Photoshop. Um, and I originally got it because, you know, hey, it had monkeys on it. But uh, this one's a coloring Photoshop. I mentioned that coloring in Photoshop is is actually relatively easy if you think about it. You're just throwing color on the line piece of paper. However, doing it well and doing it professionally and doing it to the point where it is ready to be reproduced in a comic is a very specific skill. And those people that can do it well deserve tons of respect. So uh, this one here is actually on unifying colors and balancing them. Uh, that's kind of an old art trick, you know, uh, dealing with color families and how colors work together and unifying them. So uh, that's a, that's an interesting tutorial, especially if you uh, are really just getting into the coloring aspect of your work. Uh, I found another one uh, using Photoshop that's adding glows and shines to things. Um, of course, on our comic pages, even if we're doing something completely fantastical, we're trying to ground in as much reality as we can. Um, actually, I learned a new word recently uh, called versimilitude uh, for a, uh, a art book I was reviewing of Brian Hitches. He uses versimilitude in there, which means um, making something real, making the fantastical real. So um, this is using shines and glows on a metallic surface to give it that sense of reality, to give that sense of depth. So check that out, especially if you have something specifically metallic in whatever work you're doing. Uh, it's very easy to, you know, uh, let metallic things look completely unrealistic. So check that out. Uh, then this next one, uh, you mentioned before, occasionally I throw things up there just to be inspirational. Um, I found several videos of creators talking about Jack Kirby. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Jack Kirby is, uh, I'm extremely ashamed of you. Because Jack Kirby is um, kind of the pinnacle of our field. Always was and always will be. And... Definitely a name that you should know very well. So um, I have several videos, um, actually two separate videos, and then one extended uh, sort of television show with uh, that talks to Jack Kirby and several people talking about Jack Kirby. So check that out. Um, then the next one, um, I found a relatively new one about Joe Kubert talking about his process. Uh, and Joe Kubert is another one of those names that people should know. Um, legend in the field, a father of two of Marvel's most popular artists, uh, runs the Kubert School that uh, Bill mentioned earlier. Uh, you know, 
definitely deeply entrenched in our industry if there ever was anybody. So go check that out as well. Speaking of legends, I found a painting thing, which you don't see it very often from him, but I found a painting thing with Neil Adams. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, using dyes and watercolors to paint a Supergirl piece. And uh, the best part of that is he's explaining himself as he goes. Cool. So that's that's really cool. As I said, you know, most people think of Neil Adams as penciler. You don't often get to see him paint, so that was a nice surprise. Uh, then I found one on cross-hatching. Um, cross-hatching is one of those things that... Uh, it's an inker's... It's an inker's tool. It's something in the inker's toolbox, but I don't think it gets the respect that it deserves as much because it really is a, an excellent method on creating value. So uh, it doesn't often, you know, it often gets pushed aside in favor of other stuff. So that's another one I thought was pretty cool. And then uh, I have one of this artist in Luxembourg, of all things. His name is Andy Jenner or Jenin, something like that. And um, he works for Viper Comics and does several Marvel cards, uh, as well as some other independent publishers here in America. Uh, so there's an interview with him there. And that may have caught me up. I'm not sure. Let me check. Uh, I have two more on drawing with markers. Oh, no, this is, these are some new ones here. I have a, a couple drawing, yeah, it's, like I said, it's been a while, so I don't know. I forget how many I post. But anyway, um, this is someone just drawing with markers, and as I say on here, never be afraid to use different tools. Uh, despite what people tell you, um, despite even what we tell you in this podcast, there is no one way to get your work done. Everyone is unique. Um, it's another thing I found in this Brian Hitch book I just reviewed. Everyone is unique in the way they do everything. No two people will ever ink alike. No two people will ever pencil alike. Uh, doesn't matter what the tool is. No two people will use it the same way. So you need to find the tool that works best for you. And this particular person has uh, achieved some stellar work with Prismacolor marker. So, um, you know, that's that's important, too, to just find what works best for you and grab onto it with both hands and don't let anybody tell you any different. Right. Because if you're getting what you want out of the of that particular tool, stick with it. Um, then also... I have a very basic tutorial on uh, the first steps of drawing a female figure. A lot of artists, especially a lot of young artists, um, are so used to drawing overly muscled guys or big machines or monsters or things like that, that they have a great deal of trouble dealing with the subtlety of drawing women. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of people, especially a lot of people starting out, uh, tend to draw very blocky, very you know, kind of butch women, for lack of a better term. Um, and to really get that soft, feminine form takes a lot of practice. So, 
Uh, there's a basic tutorial there on that. And I believe that might actually bring me up to where I was before. Wow. So that was a it lot. It has been a while. Um, Bill, so what's going on at Comic Mentor and over on the boards? Um, over on the boards. Oh, I have a question uh, before you start. You said the inking contest that was, it was waiting on me? Yeah, we need a, just a format to uh, – we have those three pages from Andy Smith, I, and we just need a, a place to okay. uh, host that sort of – or a page to host that or, or pick the, the image that we're going to use. Okay, I don't have those pages. I, I forwarded them to no. you. Okay. I just went through two months with the emails looking for something else, and I remembered that. You said that in the last podcast. I was like, if he did, I don't know where they are. So forward to me again, or just go pick one. But what do you need? Do they need to be able to download them? Do you need yeah. to put a PDF up? Okay, so forward yeah, that, to me, tell me that's, which that's, one you want, right? And then I'll put the PDF uh, PDF up on the. Um, and then you can put a link to the PDF. Yeah, that's basically. Yeah. What, okay. Know, we just need to set that up and. Um, um, that's what, that's what we one I need to get going right now, and I'd forgotten. It's going to go in the next sketch issue. Is Despicable Me video that comes out this week? I think tomorrow. Oh, I have yeah. some videos to give away. Ooh, so, nice. um, won't you? If you want to go over and announce, draw your favorite hero as a, or your favorite villain as a hero, and gets just get something in the works, if you don't mind. You want to do that, Bill? Okay. And the yeah. uh, rewards is we have a few copies of Despicable, Despicable Me, uh, the animation they give away. Um, they okay. reminded me today that they were sending them. I was like, oh, okay. We'll put that in the next sketch. So, But we can also get it cranking on the boards, too. So if we have a couple, we can get going. So I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, that's okay. It's the emails are on its okay, way. Okay, cool. Um, I think it's pages from X Men Forever, maybe. Uh, anyway, Andy Smith, awesome I guy, awesome artist. Yeah, he's pretty cool. We know a lot of cool people, which is awesome too. Um, on Comics Mentor, I really in the past week I've been sick, and that's why we I mean, we were going to podcast last week and. What was it? Five ten minutes beforehand, I said, you know, I'm going back to bed. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I was, I was, I was, you know, six as dog. I had the flu, and you can still probably tell that I'm not totally there, but getting there. But uh, you know, I apologize for not posting, and then you know, it's encouraging that so many people have, and, and some people said. In emails and such, that you know, it was, it was concern and, and or encouragement for me, and it's that's awesome too. That it's a, uh, it's not just one way. It's it's back to me, and it's also to other people sometimes. And that's what I, one of the things about comic related, the forum there, and our sketch magazine board, and and the other people, the creators who are involved, that it is a mutual. Not so much admiration thing, but an encouragement thing. Uh, it is a place, and, and other missions boards are that way too. But that's where I am. So there you go. Uh, 
It is a place to put your work out there and have other people react to it and maybe give you feedback. Just like I mentioned Fred Lang, uh, which is short and murders of his name. Uh, Fred did that bounty hunter script. He, he put up page one and I uh, gave him some feedback. Ron Fortier gave him some feedback and I think a couple other people mentioned it, some things that they saw. So he reworked that entire page because he's looking at this seriously as a as a career um, and he's done that he's done the, the first five pages of that bounty hunter script I encourage you to go look at a tutorial from sketch I said hey this is what this is and because uh, he in the process he learned from it and other people have learned from it by looking at his work and, and the very fact that he's learning from it encourages them in their you know journey so uh comics mentor and comic related uh stay tuned to both because we'll have these ink contests and the art contests up and uh, in sketchmagazine.net we'll have all those um you know the, the the news it won't just be in one place it'll be in multiple places so you know be on the lookout so and is there new stuff at the top of the Comics Mentor page, or have I just not been over there in a while? Shame, shame on you, but John. I know, I know. Huh. Fine. Thanks a lot, John. No problem. <laughs> uh, no, I, sometimes I change up the words, and Bob did a, a logo for me, but... We gotta get it on uh, there. Yeah, uh, get in it's just fun the place to right. load yeah, because that's one of the places where I'm stupid. No, you're yeah. not. I just, I, Word, I just don't WordPress, see it. I, it's, WordPress sitting, can be a little trick. Right. I mean, it's, it's looking right in front of me, but I just can't. It's sports for the trees syndrome sometimes. And I'm looking right at it, but I maybe can't see it. It's like. Oh, yeah, WordPress can be a little tricky. So that's not a big deal. We got a... No, it just seemed like Comics Mentor Academy was new, so. Oh, maybe yeah. Not... I've added that. That's, that's the thing. Well, I'm not so stupid. Yeah, you're not stupid. It's, I change up those those tabs every so often as I think of uh -huh. other things or I lump things together. Um, and when I say testimonials, like for example, that's just people who it, it can share their story. And I, I need to change that because I don't want it to be like, well, I, you know, subscribed to Comics Mentor and I learned scads about it. You know, I don't want it to be that. Why not? I want it to be you know, too about. Well, I mean, I want people to understand that that other people are out there, just like Anthony. Um, Antonio uh -huh. Garcia um, and Anthony Hochran and, and uh, guys that we talk about or talk to who um, find out things or ask us questions and, and like Antonio thought he was the only one or just felt like he was the only one who worked a whole job and then came home and did comics. It just felt that way. He did, you know, sometimes you can't know the experience outside your own world right. so much. And that's another thing that we're for and, and people can share their stories and there's a kinship that establishes uh, between creators and friends. You know, you know, just like Chicago a couple of years ago, where our, our message board guys, you know, all got a table, and Ryan was there, Jake was there, Jake Sullivan, Ryan Paul, uh, Jeff Whitty came over yeah. from Korea, uh, where you know he's working and stuff, and uh, that's South Korea, by the way, and. Uh, you know, and it was just cool to see all those guys there. And Anthony Hawkman was there, and I got to meet uh, Mark Polsky, and it, it was just an awesome time. 
and putting a face to the name and, and they had a bond just in that table, not just because they were uh, each individually trying to plug their stuff. Yes, they were putting themselves out there too, but as a group too. So that was a it was cool to see them as a team sort of. John way, said over there too, right? Yeah, yeah. I bounced uh-huh. back and forth between that table and yep. blue line, but yeah, yes. and Skystorm. So I was all over the place. That was cool. That was very cool. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I change up those things every so often. And the, the Mentor Academy is, you know, if somebody wants to do a prolonged back and forth thing, the, the one where kind of I, you know, 10 bucks, you know, that one. So, so no, you, you weren't stupid at all. You <laughs> just hadn't seen it. I'll play with stuff and, and I try to learn a little bit about tabs and, you know, widgets and all that stuff. Good. Darren, Darren saved the site. What about a month ago? Yeah, crashed it. (laughs) Darren, it updated. It it updated or something. It had an update for some reason. It killed it. It was calling. Darren, get it back up. He saved a day. That'll teach you to update things. I didn't update anything. Did it it itself? Like I didn't do anything. I didn't touch it. I just posted a little while ago. Yeah. So. But, I, I mean, I, that's the cool thing, too, about knowing people. Um, you know, save my... Get, it, get my it back website. up within a couple hours. And I will be inking something Darren. for, uh, you know, Darren <laughs> yep. at some point. I have uh, a lot, Darren. He, he asks me every so often. So. Well, I remind him yep. whenever I see him or talk to him. Um, let's see. Me, let's see, just continue with claysway.com. Um, two strips a week, and like I said, I've got eight strips here, so I can I can get everything done. My goal is this week to get everything done through the holidays, so the strip just goes live on its own. Um, wasn't so successful today because we had a snow day here, so that means the little one was home running around. And uh, but hopefully I get For providing yes, material. Yes, yes, we went sled riding at dark. That was fun. So yes, we have new material. Um, been working with Blue Line. Christmas sales are still going on. Um, got a new newsletter out, um, and just talking with Bill. I have the first half of the Alex Ross interview in my hands. I'll be getting that to Bill here, and we'll be getting that next issue of Sketch cranking. So, sort of that, just sort of moving into the holiday season. That's it. So, John, how can they get a hold of you? Well, they can always get a hold of me at uh, john at sketchmagazine.net or john at comicrelated.com. And Bill? Um, at the aforementioned places, websites, and also directly at uh, comicsmentor at gmail.com. Cool. I can be reached at uh, bob h at bluelinepro.com. Um, we can all three be reached at podcast at sketchmagazine.net and please send us questions it really helps us plan out these podcasts and um, that's it it's been a good one guys yes until next week take care actually see you in two dates yeah that's true all right guys thanks